Hi, I'm Alex Paul, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of uh, People and Power, the podcast about uh, new product technology and interesting people in the uh, industry. My uh, guest today is Stefan Popov. He's a managing partner at Quantum Drive. And uh, well, first, let me welcome you to the show, Stefan. Hi, how's everything going? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. All the pleasure is mine. Um, well, because uh, there's no such thing as uh, products without people, so we always have to think about uh, how products benefit people because there are so many products that just say, ah, I have a new technology, I have a new uh, feature, but uh, they don't uh, explain how it benefits people. So, uh, But in the case of uh, your technology, I understand it involves uh, energy harvesting, which can obviously benefit Correct. quite a few. Uh, yeah, um, the the technology is actually called Evercell, and it was developed by Face International. Um, and what it does is, uh, in layman's terms, it's a miniature, really tiny uh, quantum uh, power generator, which uses the effect of quantum tunneling to produce a very small continuous current. Um, originally, it was developed for the Internet of Things to power sensors. However, um, and the reason I got involved in this is... Uh, um, I'm a watch collector, very passionate about watches, and I, I attended um, a meeting with uh, with Brad Face, and the way it worked was this. I was like, yeah, by the way, you can probably put in a watch. Um, and immediately my antennas went up. Um, so in essence, uh, what, what we're trying to do is, um, this would be one of the first implementations of Eversell. Uh, it will be called a quantum drive, and what we're trying to do is create an Eversell, which is very thin, which can power quartz watch movement. And the reason why this, this makes a lot of sense is because, um, first of all, the vast majority of watches sold in the world are quartz. And it takes away the, the biggest disadvantage of quartz watches, which is and the, the most uh, unpleasant experience, which is you take a look at your wrist and you see that your battery has died. <laughs> and now you have to go take the time and, and money and energy to get right. your battery replaced every two to five years or so. Um, well, okay, so but um, to play to play devil's advocate, Stefan, um, Seiko's hybrid. You know, Seiko, Seiko has a hybrid technology where they use a um, an automatic style weight to mm-hmm. charge the uh, charge a capacitor to drive the watch circuit. Yes. Uh, why not something like that? Even the even the Seiko um, kinetics and um, they will run out of juice eventually, like in a couple months at the most. Um, the citizen they could drive if you, if you drive them if you put them in a in a drawer, in a dark drawer in a, in, or in a watch box, um, they hold a charge for several months as well. And not because I bought my wife a bunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, but that, but then uh, wouldn't wouldn't your technology also in a dark drawer? Nope. Not operate. Um, this technology works in pretty much all temperatures out, uh, above the absolute zero, and it sh- in, should never stop. So unlike all the other harvesters, which are either thermal or photovoltaic, this technology is kind of like the an actual real-world energizer, but it just keeps on going forever. Um, so, which so I, once again, um, it's a, well, I apologize, Stefan, but I mean, I guess you were going to say this quantum tunneling technology. Can you explain it a little bit? I mean, because the way you're saying it, you're basically just pulling energy out of the ambient, uh, regardless of what the ambient temperature is. So how efficient is it? How much energy are you getting out of this? And how much is it going to be able to provide uh, this watch? 
the that's that's a true statement. It provide it, it pulls out energy out of the ambient um, state. It doesn't require any change, um, unlike all the other harvesters, all the thermal harvesters. It does not require any difference in temperature between your wrist and the environment whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. The energy which will be harvested is probably right now just enough to power our, our regular quartz watch. It, it's not being scaled up any further than that. Um, so, um, but the good news is it's, it's, it's tiny. Um, and it can be it can be built by semiconductor equipment in pretty much any shape or form you'd like. So it can be a square, it can be an oval, it can be a rectangle, a circle. Um, and the the good news is, unlike, for example, there as you probably know, if you're into watches, um, there's multiple companies over the last 20 years which have come up with solutions based on both either thermal harvesters or photovoltaic harvesters. Um, right. The photovoltaic ones. Uh, they're pretty pretty spread. Seiko has them. Citizen has them. Um, the thermo are more difficult. Citizen tried to pull it off. I don't think they they, they managed to. Um, well, there's uh, actually the, one company out there, but I won't mention them because yeah. um, we're not trying know to you know yes, do a comparison uh, here. Yeah. So the difference is um, uh, this is the, the other good thing about uh, quantum drive and Eversell is that the thermal harvesters they're kind of because of the requirements the, of, of engineering, they're kind of the size of hockey pucks, which, which is fine. I mean, kudos to those guys for pulling it off. Um, so if you're like into G-Shock, so you want to have like a, like a watch for sports activity, there's nothing wrong with them, except once again, they're 50 millimeters by 20 millimeters thick or so. Um, um, but if you want to put in a, in a women's sports watch or a dress watch or like anything which is once again more normal for, for, for everyday wear, there, there's very severe limitations on the size of those things, at least to this day. With a quantum drive, you won't have this kind of problem. So you can put it in like any kind of um, final form. It can be a small watch, it can be a big watch. Um, so like it gives you vastly more freedom this, this, from a design perspective as a watch manufacturer. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So... Um... What other application spaces can be addressed by this technology? I mean, they, how much power can be drawn? What, what are the advantages uh, for um, other application spaces? And how, how much does, say, for example, uh, excessive heat and uh, harsh operating environments impact it? So um, the... <laughs> The prototypes which have been running actually don't produce heat, uh, which is very interesting. Um, and the uh, harsh environments should not affect it in the slightest. Uh, one of the prototypes was really, really stuck in an ice cube for, for some time and still continued to make it, uh, to produce electricity. Um, the initial, the initial um, once again, target market for, for the Eversell was the Internet of Things, which is just starting to like ramp up, as you know. Um, and the, the whole idea was to first to, to power wireless sensors. And <laughs> the universe, I think, is too, too large to even describe because everything is going to have a wireless sensor pretty much in a couple of years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, everything from shipping to, um, any, I mean, anything you Agreed. can think of is, is going to have one. Um, and I, I think it's obviously much better if you don't have to wire <laughs> everything. Um, so the... The opportunities are like um, are pretty much like limitless at this point. Um, 
in terms of power generation, there's like multiple there's multiple levels in terms of you can make this slightly less powerful um, depending on uh, on what the the demand of the of the circuitry is, which is, is going to be integrated in. Uh, is what we're projecting right now is probably just enough to power a quartz movement. It, it doesn't, for example, it's not powerful enough to power like a like an Apple iWatch or anything of that nature, anything with a screen. Right. So we're so basically we're talking, talking like, remote sensing applications and uh, other. Um, I would say power. any. Yeah, low power logic, something along those lines. That's correct. Yeah. And by the way, but this is it's in under continuous research, so we never know what um, what breakthroughs there will be. Um, for right now, this is what it, we know it will be able to do. What it can do in the future, we'll have to just wait and see. Okay. Um, let's see. Trying to think of some other things. Uh, is there anything else about the technology that you think the audience should know? Um, a good thing to always know is uh, with, with those kind of technologies is probably like a, a time frame for it. Um, and um, unlike many technologies which are kind of just either in conceptual stage or they're already on the market, uh, so just to give you some perspective of where this is at, um, the first prototypes I believe were built in 2016. Um, and the very first one is still running with undiminished output. And those were proof of concepts prototypes. They were a single layer of this. Um, a typical Eversail is probably going to have 30 to 50 of those layers to produce enough electricity to actually once, once again power a washer mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. that nature. Um, the multi-layer prototypes are being built as we speak. Um, and the so the, the technology will probably be available for, for commercial partners to build their own technology around probably like late this year, early next year, which means, you know, you know, eventuality, um, the a product built around it is probably going to be available late next year or like 2021, somewhere in the neighborhood, depending obviously on the R&D of the partner. Uh, so this is, this is not something which is like five or 10 years in the future. This is something which will probably have commercial applications fairly soon. Really? That's very that's very promising, Stefan. Okay. Yes. So um what's your URL? How can get people get more information? Where can they go? They can go on the Face website. Uh, there's a whole section about Eversell. Um and it is facecompanies.com, Eversell. That there's a they can also look at the quantum dot com. However, if you if they'd like to, to truly see the, the full extent of everything, uh the face companies slash Eversell is probably the best place to go currently. Excellent. All right, then. Do you have any final words for our audience before I let you go, Stefan? Well, I'd like uh, for, uh, for everybody to wear one of those in three years. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, I, I, I just say, like, uh, as a watch collector, actually, actually I'm, very, I'm very excited about this because, um, um, like, as you know, um, quartz watches are, despite being the vast majority of watches being sold, are not what we as watch collectors usually go after. Um, no, this is true. Reasons. And, um, and sometimes they're frowned upon. That doesn't really matter what the, what the case is. Um, but what, what, what this technology promises is that, for example, when you buy your wife or girlfriend or whoever a quartz watch, uh, it's kind of like uh, you buy it and forget about servicing it, uh, which is a very different, once again, proposition than, uh, than currently because, like, 
like the, that's one of my my least favorite things is to have to take like six or seven watches to my watch repair guy to change the batteries off. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, for that reason, I think even hardcore watch collectors will actually probably be enticed by this, which is will be a completely new market for quartz watches. So, like I think, yeah, well, it are, will, I believe. Great. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, like you're gonna have a quantum power generator in your watch. How many people can say that? <laughs> This is true. I I might add one to my collection just for the novelty of it. So, hey, thank you so much, Stefan. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, and thanks for having me again. Oh, the pleasure is mine. Uh, I'm going to just – I'm going to turn off the recorder so don't hang up.